Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Welcome back to all of our niggas and our friends to another episode of this particular thing that we do. (laughs) I am Susie Carmichael. And I am Shirley Rains. This is The Read. Thanks for coming back, everybody. Welcome again to the program. Yes, yes. Well, how are you doing? What's your week? How's <laughs> you feeling? Is it on fleek? Mm, no, I can't say that it is. Everything is still pretty hectic and um, unsure. Things are there are a lot of things up in the air. Grad school is absolutely beating my ass. So, you know, I've just been kind of weary in general, but still trucking. What about you? How are you feeling? I'm. Doing the best I can. So tired. Um, I say that every week. I'll take a break from it. <laughs> no, I'm tired. And um, but yeah, I'm 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 okay. Um Amen. I'm trying to think about how deep I want to dive into this week's emotional journey. Oh, go for it. No time. No time. <laughs> Oh. No time. No room. No room. No room. <laughs> if you say so, but you know, you can say whatever you want to. Okay. So let's get into this week's Black Excellent. Okay. A couple Can't of people wait. to discuss. First of all, shame on me because I forgot to mention last week the absolute dime diva, the dream girl herself, Shirley Ralph, who was awarded the Order of Jamaica last week. Oh, I did see that. Congratulations. Now, this honor is ranked fourth in the order of precedence in Jamaica. And it says it's awarded to any Jamaican citizen of outstanding distinction or upon any distinguished citizen of a country other than Jamaica, honorary members, you know, Adonis. (laughs) Members of the order are styled honorable with a U because it's Jamaica and are entitled to place the letters OJ after their name. I know no, that's not right. The juice, no juice, man. We're talking about something else. Yeah. So, she uh, got the re- received this honor alongside a bunch of other Jamaican icons, including Shillian Frazier, uh, Monte Alexander, and more. And um, I, I saw this when I think her son posted it, who was like her... Official stand account. Yeah, honestly, he just is always posting videos and pictures of his mama being iconic. 
Which is exactly what you do. So congratulations right. to her. And also go off. Um, and we're gonna also give honor to Leslie Welch, who is an icon and diva who hold on. Link is desperately trying to figure out how to get the fuck out of here. Here you go, sis. <laughs> like, look, here you go doing your thing. I have yeah. Other tasks, please, please. Like, to destroy Free your home. me. Go Free for me. it. Go have fun. <laughs> Bye, sis. Bye. Bye, Pumpkin. Bye. Where are you actually going? Get your ass About back over here business. and sit down. About you have nothing that belongs to you down there. Her business. She's minding her shit. <laughs> Go sit your black ass down. Somewhere. Oh, my God. Black people and they pets. My God. <laughs> As I was saying. Oh, did you also, did you see that Shirley Ralph is going to be walking in the Savage Fenty show? You shut your whore mouth. I am what did not you just lying say to, to you. Yes, it just came out like yesterday or the day before. I didn't see the like teaser. Yeah, they put out a graphic with the names of all these people who are going to be in it. I think it's... Um, they choose the girls. They, they know. And I think... Uh, Ooh, Winston Duke is in it. That's <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute now. Where did it, when did this air? When did this tell me mm-hmm. right now? But yeah, I think uh, Taraji I and Savage Jock, a bunch of other people. It's gonna be a bunch of niggas. But yeah, I said you go off, Mrs. Howard. <laughs> That's going to be dope. Um, Leslie Welch is protecting Black mothers and newborns all over the nation with Birth Center Equity. Okay. This works on attaining capital and funding for birth centers around the U.S. It says that they work with and for BIPOC community birth center leaders to collectively access full-spectrum capital at scale to nurture beliefs, practices, and models of abundance among community birth centers and to build beloved communities with caregiving, regeneration, and mutuality Mm -hmm. at the heart of their health system and our economy. Amen. Leslie also founded Birth Detroit, which is the birth center currently offering prenatal care. Um, She's dedicated to making a change after watching her sister-in-law lose her preterm son and also experiencing a miscarriage herself. And she's a three-time graduate of University of Michigan, where she studied women's studies, public health, and business administration. Go off, Leslie Welch. Um, You're doing great things important things and y'all know how i feel about um people birthing babies carrying yes oh yes strongly serious business so it's a beautiful thing she's doing shout out miss leslie (laughs) hey y'all this podcast is brought to you by squarespace finding a work-life balance can be tough okay if anybody knows i know but squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. 
And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. All right, let's get into the trash. This week, we're going to talk about some gossip. <laughs> what? This week? We do that every Shut up. Okay. Hot Tops, Jurassic Bottom Dominion. Um, oh, this is actually also Black Excellence, I guess, where I'm um, going to begin. Okay, good. So let's just Additional over. good news. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. Um, the additional good news is that Blue Ivy is rich. Blue Ivy is an icon. <laughs> She's a living legend, uh, richer than you. Correct. She's just um, that doll. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Ms. Tina's wearable art gala mm-hmm. took place uh, this past weekend. The theme was Harlem Nights. The girlies were looking so good. So Marseille good. Martin. Mm-hmm. I could not believe it. I said not little First of all, sister. She's grown. She like, is. I can't believe it. She's so beautiful. She's so smart. I love her. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I love her. I just can't help but remember that tiny itty bitty girl yeah. running down them blackish hallways. Right. We really watched Aww. her grow up and she looked absolutely stunning. Like, every and time I she knew. steps out, every time. And I just saw on her Instagram, she posted her look for the Black Panther premiere that's happening, like, literally right now. Shut your mouth. I didn't even hold on. And that dress Guess is who incredible. Went? Guess who went? Candace. Did she really? Yeah. <laughs> go off. I'm not going to tell too much her, but her brother is like a junior producer. Oh, okay. I'm not mad at that. So, but yeah, I've been so, looking at the pictures here for the, I saw Chadwick's widow with Rihanna. That was really sweet. Aw. Rihanna's got music coming out finally. The Navy is finally, finally, finally going to eat, child. <laughs> the Navy Written has been Tim's. starving. 
four years. But um, yeah, I just saw Marseille post. Uh, I'm literally going to her page right her, now. Her look on Instagram. I'm just like, so you're just going to continue being gorge- a gorgeous young woman. Like, <gasps> you're really grown. I, uh, all these Stunning. kids, man, it's killing me. But yeah. Stunning. Oh my God. Did you see Quinta and Issa? For the gala? Yes. Gorgeous. (laughs) I was going to mention them, too. Gorgeous. Gorgeous, 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 gorgeous. Melina Matsukis. Mm, Gorgeous. Always. So pretty. What else did I see? What else did I see? I saw so many people that night. Oh, my God. I can't remember. I can't remember right now. I didn't take no. Yeah, I don't want to leave nobody out. But those are the ones off the top of my head that I was just like, oh, my God. Everyone looked so, 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 so stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, and Key Palmer hosted. You know, there's like an <laughs> art auction. Yes. I love that that just instantly makes you laugh. Um, I mean, the game is, is funny. I like Kiki. <laughs> she's just like walking Red Bull almost. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's, she's just, just like... Fun. She seems like a fun person to hang out with. Right. Exactly. So, she's just like... Mm-hmm. Right. So, she's doing auctioning some Lorraine Schwartz diamond earrings that mm-hmm. Miss Tina was wearing that I believe also belong to Beyonce or past. She gave it, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Within the House of the Dragon. Okay. <laughs> and so. <laughs> okay. And by that, I mean D R A G G I N. <laughs> because they do what? <laughs> Anyways. I hate you. <laughs> oh, I can't stand you. <laughs> Anyways, so they're out there. Kiki's doing the biddings and things like that. And it looks like the girl's going down for around, you know, the once and the twice and the 80. It was like around 80 grand. Mm-hmm. Who, actually, it was Quinta, I think, that I well, that was recording the video. Yes, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's because of Quinta that we saw this. Yes. Yeah. I saw it on her Instagram. Yeah. Blue Ivy going back and forth with, I think, the founder of Miel Cosmetics. Yeah, Monique yeah. Rodriguez. Yes, Monique Rodriguez. Yes. And that was just, like, didn't we already watch this child get in a bidding war with Tyler Perry or something a few years ago? Like, Yes. Oh, my God. That's does. right. This is just what she does. <laughs> Shakes you girls up. Half the time, she probably don't. She probably got the earrings already. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, just like, I'm just here to remind you girls that I can buy and sell whatever the fuck I want to in here. Good night. Yeah, I was only surprised I that live. she stopped. I fully expected Blue to win. I was like, oh, so did, did they give you a budget tonight, sister? What happened? You think I'm just going to let my Mima's earrings go? For a measly right. 80 grand. Yeah. Got me fucked up. And we know how Miss Tina feels about Lorraine Schwartz, child. Mm. Anybody who follows her on Instagram knows how she feels about Lorraine Schwartz. She is constantly posting herself with this woman in this woman's jewelry. She even did a. <laughs> okay, so not to do too much talking about Kanye, but Miss Tina even did a post about like how she has this Jewish friend, Lorraine Schwartz. And she's learned a lot about Jewish people, and Lorraine has learned a lot about Black people because they're friends, and it's you oh, know, well, that's good. the color of friendship, and <laughs> and so right. you know, 
uh, the fuck that bullshit Kanye was talking basically and like look at how your message spreads and inspires people to do hateful things and fuck all that noise basically so yeah the the Lorraine Schwartz link with that family I think is pretty strong so Blue was like yeah I'm gonna just go ahead and take these she was looking around like who the hell is arguing with me about this <laughs> right <laughs> who the <laughs> Washed man that's another one that's growing up right before our eyes boy it's crazy meanwhile crazy. we have not seen the twins since the pandemic but that's fine and that's fine it is i don't blame beyonce at all none of us not deserve at it oh we don't <laughs> we don't them children probably taller than me at this point but probably probably yeah i, I would not be shocked so Hope they're all happy and healthy. Yeah. Also, at the auction were tickets for the Renaissance tour. <laughs> I said, now, for some reason, I feel like I already knew that this tour was happening next summer. I think a news story came out that said... Yeah, but she didn't say it. Right. So I was like, okay, girl. Like, sounds reasonable, but it until... Does. Until, right, it comes from you. So when that screenshot, <laughs> when that still from the video started oh, yeah. making the rounds, the hive was like, well, bitch. <laughs> there you go. Time to rev the fuck up. All I need is the dates. I've been saying. And if you think that I won't digitally clothesline your motherfucking ass <laughs> to get my spots, bitch, you got another motherfucking thing coming. It's and that's on happening. everything. Yep. I just need to know when, Beyonce. Just tell me when, but I had already planned. I'm not even taking no classes next summer because I knew I need to be free and open for when Beyonce comes through. The real gag is <laughs> that if them motherfucking that wasn't meant to be sure. You know I say the gag because I'm sorry. <laughs> right. If that show is next summer, them tickets could go on sale at any time. Yeah. Really good. I'm expecting them. Sometime between like late November and mid-December, because I'm thinking Christmas presents. But that's what I'm thinking as well. But we I mean, if she's announcing that the gala girl, then it can't be too far away. So oh, just let me know, sweetie. I just need to see the list. That's it. <laughs> just give it to me. Thank you so much. I'm ready. <sighs> Nicholas Cannon is trending again because the streets are talking. And they're saying that he has another baby on the way. Oh, yes. And I've I've spoken about this before, but I feel like if if Nick Cannon knows something about a doomsday event, he really should share that. <laughs> because I don't know what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that's it. I think he's just being a nigga and likes getting his dick wet. Likes having a bunch of kids and it's just going to leave it right there at that. We all know there's no way to effectively parent 11, 12, 13 children, but nobody can stop him. Clearly, these girls are not women are not interested in not fucking him. So it looks like he's just going to continue this reign of terror. I was always told that no man knows the day or hour, <laughs> but it's very true. <laughs> <laughs> it's at this point yeah so he's acting like he gazed into the future um Alyssa Scott a mother of Nick's son uh 
Zen posted a pregnancy picture up on her Instagram recently. I think today. And, you know, she's all glowing and in a pretty blue color and whatnot and doesn't talk about much of anything. It's just her um, while she's cradling her daughter from a previous relationship, I believe. What's the baby's name? It doesn't matter. Oh, this little little white girl? Yeah. Yeah. And the caption says, with you by my side. Now... Um, nothing from nothing else has really been confirmed or whatever, but of course everybody's looking over at Nick Hannon, um, because they had a baby last year, as I said, named Zen, who very sadly passed away in December. Yeah. Um, that was sad. Really sad. So uh, I hope she has healthy pregnancy and baby and all of that stuff. Um, and if Nick Cannon's got another one on the way, honey, <laughs> like... Right. Like, we're assuming this might not actually be Nick's baby. But it might not. It may not. It doesn't uh, have to be. A lot of be. assumptions being made. But is it on track with everything else? <laughs> yeah, everything else that's going on? Yes, it sure is. really is. 100%. So... Um, so. <laughs> I don't Lord even know how many us. kids that would be at that point, but I think it's you know, literally twelve or thirteen. So I think it's around that. I was gonna say eleven, twelve, but these you kids know, have some names. My God, there's Golden, Powerful, Rise, Legendary, Onyx. <laughs> I just these googled sound, it right quick, and they have they've listed all these children's names. These all sound like movies by Lionsgate. <laughs> <laughs> like no shade, they do. Yeah, Zen, and then of course Moroccan and Monroe, who are good and grown. Well, not grown, good. but like yeah, eleven, but, twelve. Yeah, like you know, much older than the rest. <laughs> Before Iconic. Nick went on a semen spree. <laughs> Woo! Mm. So yeah, all right. I mean. Congratulations, girl. Miracle of life and, and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, super random. Angela Means. Do you know who that is? I do not. I'm going to Google that. Angela Means. Okay. Let me go Google it. Let me look okay. Means is M-E-A-N-S? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, an actress. Uh, oh, Felicia. <laughs> Mm. Oh, I bet she's sick of that. <laughs> oh, now I know what you're and talking about. <laughs> Damn. Oh, yeah, I'm sure she is. I'm sure she's tired of that. So Felicia did uh, oh. an interview. I don't know specifically why. But she did an interview with The Art of Dialogue. And she spoke about her character, Felicia, from the film Friday. And literally got very emotional over it, um, saying that uh, she wants to see a Netflix series about Felicia or called Felicia. Oh, wow. And that, you know, people have made fun of Felicia for 30 years and her by way of Felicia and... No one, everyone says bye, Felicia, but no one says hi, Felicia. 
don't you want to know more about her story? No, first she said Felicia wasn't a crackhead. She was lost. And every person that's lost ain't a dope fiend. Oh. Okay. And then she was like, don't you want to know more about Felicia's story? No. Like, no. Not really, <laughs> like, girl. I'm sorry. Not really. I... <sighs> I definitely thought she was on drugs. The way she was dressed, the hair. I definitely Felicia was a crackhead. Right. Felicia like was a crackhead. I I that truly all my life. And well, since that movie came out, I have believed that. So it is I, a comedy film from another time. She absolutely was a crackhead. Yes. Like Yes. From another time. <laughs> I can understand wanting people to like elevate the conversation around their character, especially since this came out in ninety fucking five. Mm-hmm. But as far as like a deep dive into Felicia's life, I don't right. know that I've ever been interested. <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. if if I don't know how deep her connection is with addiction or anything like that. Right. I agree that if you want to elevate the conversation um, around it by way of Felicia, cool. Do I need Felicia the miniseries? Hell, Absolutely the black not. fuck no. <laughs> I truly don't. Especially if it's not going to be a comedy and it doesn't sound like that's what you're Ooh, interested in doing. Yeah. Furthermore, two things. In, later on in this same exact thing, she said Nia Long, who is in the movie with her, obviously, Mm-hmm. Nia Long should forgive her husband for cheating <gasps> on her because he didn't do anything wrong oh, and no. that she should love him even more and even harder because he's going through this, that, and the third. Girl! So to that, I say, let's just go ahead and rewind back and we can just go ahead and uh, and uh, evaluate yeah, this, never this mind. like this. Never mind. It sounds to me like you're pitching a role for yourself. That's a, I don't believe that anyone in the longest time has approached you and said anything to you about Felicia because you look nothing like her. I, I don't say, believe that anybody would come up to you right now or yeah. anytime in, in quite recently and have said anything to you about Felicia, much less like buy Felicia or called you a crackhead bitch or whatever. Maybe around the time that it happened and niggas coming up to to actors and treating them as if they are the person that they saw on tv or in film is a separate conversation that honestly a lot of you niggas still need to deal with and sort of get a grip on you motherfuckers are not peaches from a low down dirty shame these motherfuckers that you see on screen are playing a make-believe role you do not have a right to walk up to them and act like you know them. You don't have a right to walk up to nobody and disrespect them or call them out of their name or whatever. Like, but that is separate than what this person is yeah. talking about. Like, don't nobody need to see no character evaluation on this 30 however year old character that was a joke. Like, yeah, I, I don't see it. I just found her on Instagram and <laughs> apparently she's a vegan chef now. Great. And Do that. So, Pitch I mean, that. I mean, I I will I will say this. If you if you really look at her, you can tell that she played that character. I just I just mm, it's I was almost trying to like be fair about it and be like, okay, well, let's see what she has to say and all this. But then hearing the additional context of the interview and her being like, oh, Nia should take her man back and love him even harder, even though he's been mad disrespectful and cheating with hella hoes. Like that is where you lose me. And I'm just like, okay, whatever else you're talking about, I don't want to hear it because that's old bird shit to me. So I'm just literally not, I don't even want to hear it after that point. But 
yes, if y'all are calling this woman Felicia, please leave her alone. Like, Otherwise, right. girl, we don't. We do not. We do not. Nobody has requested. Because what is a docuseries about Felicia if not a docuseries about somebody struggling with substance abuse disorder? We have seen that a trillion times. But Not she wasn't a dolphin. She was lost. Okay, lost. What do you mean by lost? Because <laughs> lost, like like she didn't know where she was in life. She didn't know where she was on the street. Like I thought she was clearly depicted and referred to as somebody with a drug problem. So because she, I was. just, I mean, uh, like, girl, she just asked know to borrow know. their VCR. Like, what are you? <laughs> Like, by all means, like, go for your (laughs) pitch, whatever, you know, like, if you have, like, a fresh idea or a fresh take on something. No, sorry. Like, no, surrounding the subject matter of Mm -hmm. whether it is addiction or being lost, whatever that means, fine. But trying to be like, it's like you're saying three different things at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I can see You know what I mean? Like, leave this lady alone. Don't go up to her, whether it's now or then or in the future, and be rude or over-familiar or anything like that. But we don't need a Felicia series because, and I'm certainly not going to say hi, Felicia. (laughs) Right. I mean, and didn't they say hi when she walked up to the house? Didn't they say, hey, Felicia? (laughs) Look at that. It's just that by Felicia is the iconic line. I can see why as an actress you would be sick of that, but. They greeted her? I mean, so much of Friday is incredibly quotable and has been quoted. And the problem with by Felicia is that white people found out about it. I w- <laughs> That's the problem. And started putting it on their glitter Listen, t-shirts. Don't blame <laughs> us. It was a fun Negro joke until somebody told white people. You, that is exactly what Yeah, it and now suburban... Moms are putting it on their Etsy store. Even though I'm sure the white people are not the ones who walked up, walking up on her. Oh, no, definitely not. Being bold enough to say shit. They have no idea who that is. (laughs) So. Any fucking way. Yeah. Um, Girl, did you hear about what Young Jock did? Oh, when he accidentally zelled that person that money? Bitch, what? (laughs) First of all, how do you do that? Zell makes you confirm like eight times. It asks you <laughs> so many times. Are you times. sure? <laughs> Nigga, Every step are you of the certain? Way. <laughs> okay. All right. I know you said yes twice, but hear me out. Here go their name. <laughs> this is their phone number. Yes. This is what they're listed as in our yes. in our database. Yes. <laughs> or they do not exist in our database. Like, are it's- you sure, Queen? You have to All type right. the phone number in twice. One more time. Hit confirm <laughs> for me right here. Like, it has so many. Like, I, I begin aggravated sometimes. Yeah. But I think about it, and I'm like, you know what? It's my money, and I need it now. So I like, get aggravated you know and paranoid. I'm just like, am I sending this money to the right person? Yes! Damn. Like, <laughs> like, damn, I thought I was paying Jay back. Maybe I'm not. Who is this? Like, they, Zell don't play. They just don't. Zell will make me call and make sure I have my mama's number right. Right. Yes, absolutely. So. I don't know how this happened. I do not know how you accidentally zelled somebody $1,800. I, 
And then to turn around and post their phone number online. What? Not only am I keeping it, I'm suing you. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't see the problem. I don't see what I did. I didn't do anything wrong. You gave me that money. Thank you. Merry Christmas. (laughs) I messaged Tuesday, October 4th, 2, 11 p.m. This nigga said, hi, can you please return the $1,800 that I mistakenly sent to your account via Zelle? I don't know you, nor do you know me. No shit. No shit. Please do the right thing. God has a bigger blessing for you. No, I believe that God blessed me right here because I was minding my old business and he dropped $1,800 in my (laughs) life. Okay. So, (laughs) then he says, Never mind. Go ahead. I know you've blocked my number. (laughs) And that's... (laughs) And that's okay. I just need the $1,800 that was sent to your account via Zelle. Uh, No response. No shit. why would they? Right. So, like you said, he then took this, a screenshot of this and posted on his Instagram um, and says, can y'all please call this number and ask Targeted to harassment. Literal harassment. You are so stupid. <laughs> I would literally, I really would love to know why. I, I really want to oh know why. God. I would take time out of my day. Any, any minute, any minute out of the many that exist in 24 hours, Mm -hmm. why I would use one to call a stranger Mm -mm. for a stranger Uh, and ask that stranger (laughs) to give that other stranger some money I'm not going to get. I don't really understand. You better drag your fans. (laughs) Because remember when you told them to call your job? That was for fun. (laughs) Yeah, no, the reason was different, but you told them to call your job and them niggas did exactly that. (laughs) And caused all kinds of turmoil and chaos. It was like an episode of... (laughs) (laughs) Up to a point, yeah, it sure was. Yeah, until it wasn't. But like that's no, that's no, no. You you hush your your mouth. It's just, not the same. Remember telling you like this won't end well. They will. It did if you. But that is wholly irrelevant. But that is it, that is very different than putting a individual's phone number online and telling people to call and harass this person about your money. The number that I gave them was public information. Yes, that's right. Exactly. Anyone could have found that number. You were just causing mischief. Yes. I was just literally being bad. (laughs) This was breaking the law. This was... Yeah. God, I was a shit. I was a shit. (laughs) I was a little shit. You were so mad that you had a job. <laughs> you were so pissed. Miserable. <laughs> How dare I work? <laughs> oh my god. Oh this my fucking god. seasonal call center oh, job. Where is my Trixie friend? Fucking dumbass. <laughs> uh anyway, I does I don't know if Jock knows this, but $1800 is a fuck ton of money for the overwhelming majority of people in this world. Nobody is going to send it back because you said God got a bigger blessing. What? 
Unless God causes some other rich dumbass to sell me $2,500 in the next day, you're not getting that shit back. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? Niggas have wins. this motherfucker, what if this motherfucker sues them and wins? Like, <laughs> there's my, you know what, John? I'm not a right. lawyer, but I see a case. You posted This is a un- much bigger blessing since. <laughs> You are right. When 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 God opens a door, sometimes he also opens the window, the garage, the sunroof. <laughs> and everything, the blessings. That's when the blessings come in. That's when the blessings come in. The door to the veranda. Whoa, this was so stupid. Please don't be like Jock. That was so dumb. Did you think a bunch of people calling was going to make them be like, oh, yeah, let me give this person their money back, even though they have, like, blown my phone up and now I have to change You think my I won't number. just change my number over $1,800? Cause what's the fee to change your phone number? Like $10? <laughs> yeah, I got that. That ain't no problem. I'll call AT&T right now. <laughs> they will do that shit You're right You're not now. getting that money back, sis. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can change your and number And I don't online. know who... <laughs> You could blame besides yourself. Ooh, maybe on, maybe you can blame it on the alcohol, the al, 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 alcohol. You have to type the phone number in at least twice. I'm I'm telling you, like there are so many steps that you go Ooh, through. Zell Zell begs you to reconsider they and do. read some literature. They do. They're like, please don't send any money. This is a bad idea. Why would you do that? Don't send. You've never texted this person you've never zelled this person before we don't see this nigga nowhere in your history like don't do this and you did it anyway I just, and you know what I, I know that's it. your cousin with a great credit score but I still don't trust that bitch <laughs> right whoever it like, is like I just oh, okay. this was so dumb <laughs> I know last week I think um I begged someone maybe it wasn't but recently i begged somebody anybody the very best pokemon trainer to go out into the streets and capture toy story lanes um very elusive pokemon he's like an abra Mm, as soon as he appears you get one chance (laughs) that's right is that nigga zooming he's umi zooming right on out of there um, Toy Story Lanes. It kind of sounds like a Disney Pixar racing game exclusive to the Nintendo Switch starring Woody and Buzz. Don't give Disney any ideas right now. I'm a little mad at them. <laughs> Why? Because Scrooge McDuck is a fucking capitalist pig? <laughs> no, that's always been true. It's because that damn game crashes every 10 minutes. It does crash a lot. I can Actually, barely... hasn't crashed in a while. Mine crashes all the... It crashed right after I rescued Ariel's ass today. I was so pissed because it takes 10 minutes to reboot and then I had to go save her <laughs> ass all over again. I've gotten to the point where I just manually... Because it doesn't even auto-save frequently. Oh, yeah. No, I manually save a lot. I had to... I manually save every time I do something that I don't want to be undone at this point. That's how much that fucking game crashes. Disney, please. I'm begging I just want to spend all my time doing this and avoiding my responsibilities. No shade. It's also in early access. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Like well, let me shut up. In very, very early stages. But no, you're right. Because I kind of believe that early access is a complete scam and a lick. It just means that the game's not done, but we're charging you for it anyway. Like, if and it's, l- 
if I'm if I'm testing it out, then why did I have to pay for it? Pay for it. <laughs> they didn't say that. Well, maybe they did say that, and I just didn't read the fine print. But I'm mad anyway. <laughs> I'm a I'm young jock. Give me my money back, Disney. <laughs> no, no. Tell me my shit. That was way worse. Anyway, I begged for a Pokemon trainer to catch Toy Story lanes, and it seems that uh, one finally did. And that Pokemon trainer goes by the name of the United States government. I know. Um, so, who exactly? Where's the story? Basically, it seems as though the judge agrees that uh, Mr. Lanes violated his uh, the terms of his bail. Oh, yeah. When he put his paws on August Alsina a couple of weeks ago, allegedly, down mm-hmm. to the whatever the fuck, um, hanky-pank barbecue and comedy <laughs> and soul. I don't remember what it was called. Um, but yeah, you know, the, the, apparently, you know, prosecutors say, throw him in the house because clearly he ain't got no damn sense, mm-hmm. which I believe we've both been saying for... Yeah, I actually I want y'all to any. I want y'all to throw his ass back to Canada, but this is the next best thing to jail. We'll take it. Like yeah, we will take it. Um He's a menace. The judge is the Pokemon trainer, the house is the ball. And Stupid. until his trial starts and on November twenty eighth, he can't go nowhere. Now, will that stop him from being a menace? I doubt it. But he's gonna have to keep that shit to himself. And whoever can come over and, you know, smoke. Oh, no. I hope he leaves the house anyway. And then they'll throw his ass in jail. That's what I really hope. Go ahead and leave, Tori. They won't notice. What? Niggas not looking at you. They not looking for you. I'm sure nobody has a GPS on your ass. Just go ahead. Venture outside. I can actually see him tying, like, a dozen bed sheets together and throwing it out the second story window (laughs) and climbing out of it. Like, yeah. you, why did you do that? You could have just walked out the front door. Like, this is, what? <laughs> and then, like, trying to sneak out the back on some, like... <laughs> some Home Alone shit. Bye. Yeah, Bye. Body's world. Ugh. Um, last but not least, one of Shanti did an interview on uh, Angie Martinez's IRL podcast where she spent about an hour talking about Irv Gotti. Now, if you don't know, Irv Gotti, head of of once popular Murder, Inc. records, Mm -hmm. (laughs) spends a good chunk of, like, I want to say the past, what, year? A couple months? I don't know how long. Um, Talk about Ashanti every chance he could. He had, like, a documentary about Murder, Inc. come out. And so I guess, like, in promotion for that, he's like, surprise, I used to sleep with Ashanti while I was married. And I'm very bitter about it. And I hate her guts. And we are not friends, girl. And so he did this on, like, Drink Champs, because, of course. And... Just told all kinds of business about how he fucked her and then got in the shower and came up with the beat for Happy. And, and then it was just like really gross how he found out about Nelly, about yeah. her dating Nelly when he saw her on a um on a TV when they, they showed up to a basketball game together. And I was like, damn, 
She caroochied him, but not even because like they weren't even together <laughs> when she was dating right. Nelly. Like exactly, he was in his feelings. Like he didn't have a wife at home. Right. I hate niggas for this exact reason, but I did. I I got about halfway through her interview with Angie Martinez before I had to go do something else, but. I thought she was being very diplomatic, choosing her words carefully. Um, but, you know, she also had her moments of being real about him just straight up being a dickhead. She definitely said, yeah. fuck you, fat motherfucker. At one she point did. I saw. Which, um, I mean, it's fine that you have those feelings, but he wasn't that fat motherfucker when you was fucking him. So That's <laughs> what I said. <laughs> that is exactly what I said. Like, I mean, oh, okay, but you... He <laughs> was fatter when you he were fucking. Right, I was about to say, it wasn't, wasn't saying all that when you was sucking his dick, sister. Right, so. but, you know, I understand the energy, I guess. I mean, I understand being annoyed with him. I just feel like making fun of his body is like, mm, okay. I mean, it's a choice. And I even see why you did it, but just, it's like when niggas get rejected and all of a sudden women are ugly and fat and... I didn't want you no damn way. And bitch, who do you think you are? And it's like, you was literally just trying to eat my pussy 10 seconds ago. So what is the truth? Mm. So, but anyway. Yeah, I felt like when I watched this, it was giving me there's your side, your side, and then the truth. Mm. And you know who probably has the truth? The wife. But either way, (laughs) either way to me, it was like, I don't know why I need to know so much about a sex life from 15, 20 years ago, however long. And I. And that is her spot. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> I I don't really need an explanation of any of this old ass shit, how these old ass songs were written, like masters and all this stuff. Like, I, I get the desire to, like, clear stuff up and tell your side of the story and absolutely all that other shit absolutely you're gonna keep talking to me and all talking about me and all this other shit but it's like it just feels like mudslinging like yeah that little crack was the only thing that she said that i was like mm, that's weird otherwise i thought she came across as being really sincere and you know, even though the last thing I want to think about is Irv Gotti engaged in sexual relations, I can't blame nobody for being mm-hmm. like, well, you brought my name up. You put this business out there. Like, I have every right to defend myself. So it also sounds like one of those really manipulative, controlling music industry relationships where guys in power, mm-hmm. like, just kind of get into your head and make you feel like you need them. Oh, yeah. Make you feel like you ain't shit. Because she kept talking about how he was like, I made you, I made you. I'm the reason you're sexy. I'm the reason people want to fuck you. Which I completely believe. He sounds like, like he basically was saying all that shit himself. You yeah. know, the stuff that he was doing. Right. So, so I, I fully it. believe that she was dating a nigga that was toxic and manipulative. Um and broke up with him for good reasons or stopped dating him or whatever for good reasons. So she said she wasn't in a relationship. They dealt with each other. Like, whatever. Like, yeah. to me, it's the whole thing is just like, we don't need to hear about this. And it's unfortunate that because the nigga, I guess, wanted to promote a documentary and <laughs> make you look bad, we're now waiting in the mud of an old-ass relationship that doesn't need to be we, discussed. And that frankly most of if i mean i can't i don't know anybody who cares but 
It's just more of... I mean, Ashanti's are, diehard fans, so they probably are really yeah. um, invested. The, never mind, let me stop. Uh, but, yeah, girl, you go ahead and defend yourself, you know, and and all that. And I believe, I as when you said control, I was like, that definitely feels like that's what it is to me. Like, 1,000%. She, she's not under his control no more. She's not 21 1, years old no more. She can't be played and manipulated like a very young woman can anymore so yeah he's mad and throwing a fit like we have seen niggas do this countless times unfortunately which is garbage like he was trash for that we probably said that then but i don't know uh, niggas man niggas when (laughs) i would just love a little growth (laughs) just a little maturity would be so incredible out of you niggas get into it again i'm not Hopes and wishes. I'm tired of everybody. Yeah. I feel you. Well, that's it for the Hot Tops this week. Okay, We're going to take a break, and then we'll come back with the part that comes after this. Hey, y'all. There's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts okay we're back and it is time to read your letters yes send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com we may read them aloud on the show Woo! <clears throat> our first letter this week comes from Mila, who says my boyfriend of seven months still takes care of a child from a previous relationship but the child is not his He was with his ex for three years, and when they first got together, the baby was one. So essentially, he was like her only father figure and built a bond with her and now feels like her father. That's not his fault. No, not at all. No, I mean, go ahead. The child is now five, and he and the mother have been broken up for over a year. He and his ex were never married. He never legally adopted the baby, and she does not call him daddy. However... 
the mother still calls and asks him for help with things like transportation and financial support. And my boyfriend loves this little girl, so he still helps out. He feels torn, though, about the situation because he does not really like the mama, but also does not want to feel like he abandoned the child. She feels entitled to his support and gets angry when he tries to set boundaries or say no to her request. It's like having real baby mama drama, even though he does not have a baby. On one hand, I feel it's very noble for him to continue to be willing to take care of a child that isn't his. But on the other, he keeps deciding to go through hardship with this woman. And I, as the girlfriend, do not like the fact that another bitch who used to fuck my man <laughs> still has access to him and is calling him for money when that baby not even his. I'm sure she's a sweet kid and it sucks that she's in a situation like this. But also that is tough, girl. I don't know what to tell you because that is not your daddy. I understand the emotional side of it from his point of view and how hard it is to sever a bond with a child. But I also feel like that's the best thing to do, especially while the child is still young. My boyfriend says that he agrees, but also has a hard time feeling like he's abandoning her. He also didn't grow up with a father, so I'm sure that contributes in some way. I know we've only been together for seven months, but I genuinely have zero complaints about this man. And he takes care of his business and business that isn't his, apparently. This is the only thing that I have an issue with. And I try to be understanding, but I definitely have a problem with it. I don't want to break up with him. But if he's unwilling to sever ties, I don't know if I'll be able to stick around for this. Please help. Thanks, Myla. Well, Myla, um, it's... I, I think I want to start by saying it's good to have the self-awareness that you will not be able to stick around for this. <laughs> Let's start there, mm-hmm. girl, because um, the fuck. Now, listen, I guess I understand this is hard. I understand this is complicated. I wouldn't even know that I would agree that it's best for him to dip out now that the kid's young, because I think five enough, five is probably old enough for you to be affected emotionally by someone who you basically look at as your dad or as a father figure. I know that you say she does not call him that, but like, I, I'm not a psych, a psychiatrist side child or otherwise doctor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I can't say, I'm sure there's someone who's listening who can provide a further uh, insight on that if you like it doesn't sound like you're interested because you called the child you said i'm sure she's a sweet kid now if that wasn't <laughs> if that language was not clearly i don't give a fuck about this child. like girl goodbye um which i mean i guess you're entitled to mm-hmm. ain't your baby ain't even his baby here's the thing i sort of agree that um He needs to back away. He should back away from the, like, responsibility, especially, like, the financial responsibility Mm -hmm. of this child that he did not... Sire? Right. (laughs) Sire wasn't the word I was looking for. Okay. But it's correct. Um, And... But like, because I think the thing here is like the entitlement of I think the entitlement of the mom is a little wild and I mm-hmm. could be wrong. I could be because it's like I don't have any information here on where this child's actual daddy is. Right. Um, But I have to assume that her mom 
can make other arrangements in terms of uh, her transportation to school, for instance. Um, And I don't know about, like, the financial aspect of it, especially, like, legally, but... Mm -hmm. If you don't even like her mama and this is not your child, like, I would, I think that I would want to back up from a lot of these responsibilities to create boundaries with the mom. Um, I wouldn't want to just wholly exit the kid's life. I'd love to just still take her to go see DC Super Pets or, you know, go Is that get a real Dippin' thing? Dots or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the dogs are super. Oh, go on. And, <laughs> like, you know, like, still obviously be there. But, like, this is one I really don't feel like I have enough personal insight into. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's really, really mm-hmm. complicated and layered because the I think the most important thing, the most important thing to me is the child's emotional well-being. Right. Um, but then I also feel like, what's to stop the mom if you're like, well, look, I don't think that I should be on the hook for a lot of these bills, or I think we should start looking to, I don't know, your parents or your friend or your cousin or whoever else <laughs> to maybe take her to school or pitch in or whatever because we're not together anymore. Lines getting blurred and crossed. Right. A lot of this stuff just as I'm in another relationship. Like, there needs to be lines that are set and respected, especially since this is not my child. Mm-hmm. Um, but like what I was going to say is what's to stop her from being like, well, then fine, you can't see her anymore. Cause you know, like, cause then that would be fucked up. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, so I think that this is mainly um, an issue about the, well, or I think it can easily be boiled down to like a legal issue. Legally, that woman can keep him from seeing that child at any time. She can get a new boyfriend and be like, here's your new daddy. Um, legally, he doesn't have, or probably doesn't have any, um, like, rights to this little girl. So what I'm thinking is that if he really wants to be involved as a father, then what he's probably going to need to do is adopt this baby. This is, so just hear me out. Just hear me out. No, I'm listening. Because the you were you've been there since she was one. She's now five. You're still serving in a parental role. But you and the mother are not together anymore. So it's like if she still wants help with the transportation, she still wants financial support and all this, and he is unwilling to leave the baby's life, then he has got to establish some rights for himself as a legal parent. Like I just don't see any other way around this without one person or everybody involved absolutely getting their heart broken so uh, i don't know if the mother would be down for that like having this man legally assume responsibility of this child but i think as far as he is concerned that's what he needs to do to protect himself um and this relationship with this little girl who he considers to be a daughter as far as myla is concerned (laughs) i think if he if he thinks about it that way like Am I willing to legally assume the responsibility of being her father? Am I willing to like co-parent with this woman for the next 20 years as we see this person through, you know, their childhood and into adulthood? Like if 
if they are down for doing that and you still really can't stand this woman and you hate the fact that he is being a father, then I say, listen, like you already know that you're not fucking with this. So go ahead and leave. I think for you, Myla, so like whether for me, <clears throat> it would boil down to whether he wants to be a father. Do you mm. want to be the father to this little girl? Because I can't handle that. Are I you, agree. I think for him, like he needs to, you said that like she gets pissed when he tries to set boundaries or say no to the things she asked for, which leads me to believe that she is not at all going to be down for him adopting this child, in which case he probably needs to work through his own abandonment issues with his own father and get to the root of like, like I'm, I'm sure, like you said, that has a lot to do with why he doesn't want to drop out of this little girl's life. I'm sure it does, but and they were together for she said three years. Yeah, they were together for three years. Like she, this child literally has no memory without this man. So right. So yeah, it's. I mean, I almost wish your boyfriend had written this letter because I feel like I have a lot more to say to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a <laughs> lot more to say to him about like why he's willing to. You're so right. Like I'm actually more. Yeah, who is like more wrapped up in that? Yeah, and like trying to help him get through that. I think you need to just leave. This, to be honest <laughs> with you, like, like yeah, you're Milo. so right. Like <laughs> as soon as you said, as far as Milo goes, I was like, this is the track that I am on. Yeah, that is how I feel. Mm-hmm. I think that you need to go ahead and do your thing personally it sounds like he's very attached to this this child yeah um and if he even entertains the idea of adopting this child then at that point this is his baby mama yeah and you know like it sounds like you probably need to go ahead and, and exit stage left um because even if he does let's say he does go ahead and exits this child's life or whatever it sounds like there's going to be a lot of uh, residual um, damage emotionally. Mm. That yeah, I'm recommending he's still therapy. Gonna have to work I'm recommended therapy, absolutely. <laughs> so unless you're going to hold his hand and walk him through that, yeah. I, I mean, because you might, Mila might hear this and say to her, "Man, you know, like maybe you need to shit or get off the pot when it comes to this little girl." You're like kind of her daddy and kind of not and like you either need to be her father or not be her father like you're in this weird in between place that's causing everybody a bunch of stress and maybe he'll hear it that way like am I willing to co-parent with this woman like put myself in this situation for decades like maybe he'll hear that and be like oh fuck no (laughs) maybe (laughs) maybe that will be like the the bucket of cold water that gets him to snap out of it or maybe he'll be like you know yeah I really do want to see if she'll be down for me. So I think if he, I think for you, Myla, the only way I can see this relationship continuing is if he's like, oh, you know what? Nah, let me dead this. Let me talk to her. Let me have a conversation with this child. You know, I mean, I can't imagine how difficult that must be. It's been hard for me to break up with people when I get attached to like their younger siblings. Or like their nieces and nephews. That gets hard for me because I get attached to them kids. And I don't want to drop out of them kids' lives. However, I am no... Well, y'all got to do what I do. <laughs> and simply never meet. <laughs> simply never speak to children. <laughs> I'm completely lying. I'm such a sucker for kids. Like, 
Yeah, I've never yeah. dated anybody with kids, but I have dated people with, you know, siblings and nibblings, and it is And I'm such hard. a kid myself that so I'm always like, shit. <laughs> I either have the knowledge or I'm within feet of something that this kid that they want. would fucking yes. love. <laughs> Candy or a video game. Do you have games on your phone? I you do. You bet your little ass <laughs> I do, kid. Yeah, so I don't think it's going to be easy for him at all. But the sooner the better. That is also true. You're right about that, Myla. If he's going to do it, then better to do it now. So I think he has a bunch of hard conversations he needs to have with himself and his ex. And you need to, I mean, seven months is not a not an eternity. It's enough time to know that you really like a nigga, but also you can bounce back. Problem is it's cuffing season. It, and it's getting cold outside. Go. You're yeah. going to be do, But see, are you going to be okay when he leaves you on Christmas Day to go be with her? Yikes. <laughs> are you going to be all right when he's over there t- taking pictures in matching pajamas and posting shit on the ground? <laughs> are you all right taking like at least a $35 deduction off of your goddamn Christmas gift? Because baby <laughs> yeah. uh, Millicent or whoever the fuck over here <laughs> needs yes, a new LOL Millicent. doll. Girl. <laughs> Right. So probably I would say go ahead and break up. But this can be saved, but it's going to take a lot of work. Yeah. And I don't know if I would be willing to do all that work seven months. in. (laughs) Just being very real about that. Um, I'm just saying tonight. But please let us know. Talk to your boyfriend and let us know how this goes. If you have sent a letter to us, especially that young lady who said that horrible thing about her friend's dead boyfriend. I'm waiting every day for you to... For you to Why are you quiet now? Day. You had a lot to say that day. Um, but please let us know how the conversation goes. Uh, Myla, our next letter comes from Clover, who says, I'm 25 years old, and earlier this year, I got into an accident that totaled my car. I was under my Jeez. parents' insurance policy, and my dad was Jeez. handling the claim. For the following four months, I asked my dad for updates and details about the claim status, including payment amount and timeline, He started off being transparent, but then his answers became more vague, and then he stopped answering my questions altogether. I asked my mom to look into the claim for me since the insurance company (laughs) wouldn't give me any any information because my name is not on the policy. (laughs) No. Sorry. Are you starving? I'm I'm really hungry. (laughs) Go ahead. You don't have no almonds or nothing? I'm trying to think of one last time. Go ahead. Continue. Okay. A few weeks later, my mom told me that about $5,000 was paid directly to my dad a month after my accident, since he is the title holder. I have consulted with an attorney who presented an option of taking my dad to small claims court. I have all the written communication from my dad, correspondence between my mom and the insurance agency, and a dated check from my grandparents that proves that they bought the car for me to use. My dad and I have had a rough history and I've been in therapy for a few years to work through the shit he put me through. I still love him very much, but I am extremely conflicted and I feel like I can't talk to anyone except for my therapist about this for the sake of, quote, keeping it in the family. What would y'all do in this situation? I'm sick that my dad stole this money from me, but I don't really know if I want to take it all the way to court. Thanks for your help, Clover. That fucking sucks. Y'all be having like, let me shut up. Y'all be having like real problems. Your own father stealing $5,000 from you. And she put in like, she sent some additional information that like she went ahead and 
bought herself a new car without her father's help. So like, it's not even like he took that 5K and bought her a car. Like, he literally just took that money and kept it. I have real problems too. I just want to make that clear. Oh, we we know that, friend. Maybe not. No, maybe I, not this kind of problem. But yeah, no, not this. But other very real issues. Yeah, I I have to stop. Downplaying, yes. Okay. Oh my God, yes. An emotional moment. That's very real. Yes. Don't invalidate your own feelings. Um, this is crazy because it's like shame on him. Like, I just I hate the idea that it's like, okay, so this nigga took my money. Yeah. Like it's nothing. And you're talking about some like, you don't even want me to talk to a therapist? No, she's saying that like her therapist is the only person she can talk to because she feels like okay, she's not supposed to like spread the, yeah, she feels like she's not supposed to like spread family business, which is something I heard a lot. Like whatever happens in this house stays in this house. Stays in it. Right. Um, I mean, I get it because like I wouldn't want to do that shit either but it's like how do you communicate Mm -hmm. your like disappointment and like feelings of betrayal Mm -hmm. to your dad because now there's no way you didn't hear that I did hear that but I thought maybe it was your chair (laughs) I did not know that was your stomach but I bet it didn't come through on the audio. I'm sure. No, I have to be self-conscious <laughs> about this the whole day. Oh my god, you are fine. You are fine. <sighs> what was I even saying? Okay, so like, I just, I also wouldn't want to take it to court because it's just like that's like real. Like getting the laws wrapped all up in it yeah. and everything like that is like taking it to like a level that's hard to turn back from Mm -hmm. even though for some people especially if you already have a kind of complicated or fractured relationship and have like all of that type of stuff some people i wouldn't really argue with you if you were like i sat in front of judith shylan and i said honey (laughs) not i don't give a damn um I don't know. I I think that you have to confront him about it in a way that is really honest um, and really open. And maybe you like. Well, he's not even speaking to her anymore. Like he won't answer none of her questions and they are not in communication anymore. So she can't even come to him directly because they're just not on speaking terms. So then what the fuck are you supposed to do? Other than go to court. Exactly. (laughs) What are you supposed to do? Just let your daddy steal $5,000 from you? That's really it. I don't know. I think, I mean, everybody knows how I feel about my father. I would absolutely take that nigga to court and would not blink twice about it. This is what I'm saying. (laughs) But if you're still working through, like you talk about how complicated your relationship is and all that, then... Another option would maybe be to tell your mother, like, tell your husband that he has one week to run me my money or else I will see him in court about it. Like, I know that's cold-blooded and most people don't talk to their parents like that, but that is $5,000 fucking dollars. Like, 
The car no, is it's my, way too much money. It's way too much money to just be like, oh, well, whatever. Like, no. And this is somebody that you have a fraught relationship with. Like, it's not like y'all have some great relationship and he was an incredible dad. Like you said, you've been in therapy because of the shit he put you through. So if I was feeling benevolent, I would tell my mama to give him a heads up that I want my fucking ducats. And otherwise, yeah, I'm calling Joe Brown and we're going to figure this the fuck out. <laughs> Period. Because who does that? Who steals from their own children? Weirdos. Child. Probably a lot more people than we think, but... No. A lot more yeah. people than we think. That's what like, I would I'm do sh- in this situation. I, you could probably start a little support group within this <laughs> listenership. I probably could. <laughs> of people that are probably like, could. oh no, <laughs> one or both of my parents yeah. also stole money from me. Yeah. Because... Some niggas are weird and also just feel like they can treat their kids like shit because Any old they, kind of way. they're yep. their kids. Yep. Don't I feel like a lot up. of people do that. They feel like, I mean, even though you are big and grown at 25, I feel like a lot of people act like their children are just their property and they can always be fully mishandled and you never have to be held accountable for it because that's your child and like, what you gonna do to me? I'm your daddy. I'm your mama. Nobody Nigga. should even question you and all that other stuff. Like, we're in a new era, girls. <laughs> and period. Like, <laughs> if you want that daddy mama respect, then how about you act like a good daddy or a good mama? Some of y'all kids might actually beat your ass today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Yeah. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I some feel like of these kids might haul off and actually yeah. smack you. I mean, so, I just feel like adults. He, has, he has forced your hand. Like, he's not communicating with you anymore. He's not, I mean, he's clearly, this has been going on since March, whenever, I don't, a month after your accident, he got this money and he has been bullshitting you for several months ever since. So, yeah, I think I just don't even see what other option you have other than, you know, letting it go altogether and working through that in therapy, which, you know, that could be a valid option. I just don't see me doing that. You asked what I would do. I would take that nigga to court or give him a heads up through his wife that he needs to run me my shit. And that's that. So, um, yeah. Good luck, Clover. I'm sorry. I know all about parent drama and how difficult it can be. So keep us posted, sis. Our last letter comes from Trinity, who says, I'm in my mid-20s. I don't even want to continue. I feel like I'm getting it out. I... Half listen to that letter because I'm sitting here focused on the fact that my stomach is growling and insecure about people hearing it. And then I'm like, so I only get bits and pieces, and bitches are already always talking about, he don't be listening to the letters. He don't be all be paying attention to the letters and all sort of shit. So I'm doing the same shit that I'm always doing. I was not focused. So now I feel bad and I feel like I'm not doing a good job. And I've already felt like this podcast is not like I, I'm not as I'm not doing as good a job as I should be doing because I'm tired and I come home and I already feel bad some more because it's like it's already almost one o'clock for you and like what are we even doing? Oh, okay. Is this something that you wanted to be on the show or are we just having a conversation? Yep. Yep. Um, yep. All right. Power Rangers Turbo. Go. Well, like, <laughs> because Okay. 
I didn't do a good job with that letter because I wasn't listening to it because I was focused on the fact that my stomach was growling and like, and that being distracting from the program. Well, do you want to just take a break and go get a snack? No, because I can't eat the snacks I have here right now because I'm fat and because I have to fit into my costumes for the weekend. Oh, okay. So what would you feel comfortable with doing? Let's do the next letter. (laughs) Are you good? Are you... I don't want to push through this if you feel like you don't no no I'm gonna listen intently to every word this time okay (laughs) all right and then I won't make an absolute fool of myself by not knowing how things went and what was that person's name (laughs) that was Clover Clover I apologize for sounding like a complete dumbass Because I was only listening to, like, 55% of your letter. Okay. All right. What's the last one? All right. We're great. We're back on track. All right. Okay. If you're sure, then we can go ahead and continue. All right. Our last letter comes from Trinity, who says, I'm in my mid-20s with a six-figure career, and my ex-boyfriend is stationed on the other side of the world. We met in our home state while he was on leave and dated for a year, so our entire relationship was long distance. We traveled back and forth to see each other and tried our best to make it work, but in the end, we weren't each other's person, so we broke up. While I know we aren't meant to be, I'm having the hardest time with this breakup because I don't hate him and neither of us did anything wrong. We just had our own careers and lives that neither of us were willing to sacrifice for the other. He plans on being stationed outside of the country for the next 10 years. And while I have a lot of flexibility in my schedule, I'm not willing to sacrifice everything I've worked for to become a military wife and follow him around the world. Our breakup was definitely the most mature one I've ever experienced because we both knew it had to end. And we've talked about what we could have done better and took accountability for where we fell short. I've been through my fair share of bad breakups and I know how to bad bitch my way out of those. But I've never experienced this kind of hurt before because I don't hate him and I'm not mad at him. I'm having a hard time grieving a relationship that I know I wasn't supposed to be in. My question is, have y'all ever experienced a breakup that was healthy or a result of circumstances that just didn't align? How did you get through it? And why does it still hurt so much? Thanks for your help, Trinity. Trinity, I want to start by saying I didn't hear the first maybe 15 seconds of that because of a connection issue that happened literally the moment (laughs) that you started the letter. Like, I don't even... And it's fine because, like, I got the bulk of it. So I'm with you. Yeah. But I just want you to understand the way that the universe, and by the universe, I mean the devil, and by the devil, I mean Taylor Swift, will literally... (laughs) come for you okay all right so you definitely have i feel like you've talked about it before oh yeah 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 yeah. i've definitely had my own experience with like a breakup that just had to happen it was just like we are we've been dating for a while and this is not aligned or it's long distance and neither of us can move to the other person's city that sort of thing and it is hard i agree trinity that like It is a different type of grief when you don't get to also be mad at this nigga for fucking up. 
Yeah. Those, those are my favorite kind of relationships when I get to be mad because I left you because you were being an asshole. Like much easier. Yeah. And it's still hard. Yeah. But um, yeah, for me, these are definitely harder. And I mean, honestly, you you get through it the same way you get through any other breakup, in my experience. Yep. It's just without that, the usefulness, because like I have been energized. I have been powered by like hatred for my exes. And that will help propel me through like the difficult feelings about the breakup. But this, you really have to sit yeah. with it. Like, yeah. like it's really unfair. So then you get to like light his things on fire. Oh, yeah. Like, you get to delete all his um, pictures and be all pissed about it and self-righteous and tell everybody else how he cheated or lied or fucked up won't leave his ex-girlfriend's daughter and all this his like, car yeah you get to be mad but this throw you, a molotov cocktail <laughs> through his front window just yeah a little light property damage on a tuesday i don't see why not but mm -hmm. when it's like this you just have to sit with how fucked up it is and how hard it is and it sucks it does. like i have had like a similar situation due to long distance uh, and that one sucks a lot too i mean well that's kind of what you're going yeah. you know you're going and in, getting into here um it's just like i already don't even get to see you a lot mm -hmm. yeah and now we've reached the point where we know that this just is not gonna work or whatever and it just it sucks but like crystal said much like other breakups you kind of just have to endure the suckage yeah and find like a safe space lean on friends and family if you can do that um i find like little hobbies and the right mood music and all kinds of stuff can just get you through whatever the time is and you just go through your stages Mm -hmm. You know, until you get to uh, a healing place. But it's best to know what works for you and what doesn't. Um, and to just do the right thing for you and for your, like, emotional health and the, the long game, mm -hmm. if you will. Because you know that you're not interested in being a military wife and mm -hmm. doing all of that and moving all over the place or whatever comes with that. So does it suck that, you know, you have to end a situation with someone that, you know, for argument's sake, feels great and mm -hmm. feels right? Yeah. Uh, but circumstances suck. Yeah, but it happens to a lot of people. It's very normal. And it still points to the fact that that's not person for you you know someone doesn't have to do you wrong for them to not be the person you're meant yes. to be you with yes and know. i think that is a very difficult pill to swallow that all of us have to eventually learn to accept is that y'all can do everything right and be genuinely attracted to each other and interested in working on the relationship and sometimes it will just not work out and that seems deeply unfair because it is hard to find somebody who doesn't get on your fucking nerves. <laughs> it is hard to find somebody that you actually want to invest time <laughs> in this into. Economy? Yes, child. Like it is extremely difficult to find somebody that you actually want to create that kind of relationship with. So for it to just not work out, that's extremely difficult to accept. But it is, I mean, it is a lesson of the universe. Like y'all can do everything right. And still, we are just humans, and sometimes it won't work. 
So I would say lean on your friends, your family, whoever your your support network is right now. Let them know that you're really going through it, struggling with this breakup. Um, and yeah, all the other regular advice of of breaking up, journal about it. And you said y'all even had conversations about like, oh, we talked about, you know, how we could have communicated better and took accountability for things we did wrong. Like that's that all of that is great. So it sounds like you're doing all of the steps and now you just have to feel, which is trash. But no yeah. way to get through the feelings. Trust me on that. You cannot drink, smoke, fuck, shop your way out of the feelings at yeah, all. Yeah, don't do any of that. Don't do those things. <laughs> <laughs> don't do any of that. No. Like if you're a smoker, you know, like if you, you mm-hmm. know, get a little weed every now and then or you, if you got your schedule, yeah, whatever, no. anyway, then mm-hmm. that's fine. That's fine. But I wouldn't, you know, no. I try not to lean on substances when I'm in my feelings. Yes, because it does, it does not do actually it make I anything better. Party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, it does not make things um, better. You know yourself. Like, you can do all kinds of fun stuff. Like, if you want to go, I don't know, surf. Well, I don't know if it's surfing season, but like, I don't know, painting or yeah, yoga. Hobbies. Or, or, um, oh, you know what I love doing? Watching like movies that are considered classics I've never seen. Oh, yes, that's a good idea. Most of them are streaming mm-hmm. or something now. You can find them, yeah, on some like, service I'm that you already really pay for. That. Yeah, that's a great idea. That reminds me, the original um version of The Bad Seed was on TV the other day. Charles. And Charles, as much as I love that movie, it was like Boy. midnight and I said, oh, what? The bad seat is horrifying. What? She murdered that little boy in cold fucking blood. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Scared the sh- <laughs> I, <couldn't- laughs> I was like, I can't even watch that. But anyway, that's just an example of like something you can do. Some some form of entertainment you can turn to just, you know, I think the hard part here is that you just have to deal with the fact that it didn't work out and your feelings are hurt. And that's difficult, mm-hmm. but nothing but time will really fix that. So, And that's just the worst when it comes because it's like, it's also not like, <laughs> uh, we know... Uh, Rihanna and SZA are both dropping songs on Friday. Yeah. So we have to wait until... There's no, like, yep. release date yeah. for emotional freedom. Exactly. <laughs> it's not like, oh, like, you six don't, weeks, you'll be over it. Right. It you just, just have to yep, get to the it. point, you know? But what I have learned in life is that the healthier your coping mechanisms are or whatever and the more honest you are about this is the place I'm in I just have to heal the quicker I think it can it can happen Mm -hmm. like if you do a lot of like you know you broke up but you texting anyway are you going on this nigga's page Mm -hmm. or like you're keeping all their motherfucking stuff in the house or you know like doing little stuff that you know is obviously not you're like picking at a scab basically it's not gonna heal yes exactly exactly so you have to like accept it's over it's gonna suck like let me find the chicken noodle soup for my damn soul and just breathe my way through this. That may be a couple of weeks, a couple of months, maybe a year and some change. All of that is okay. We're going to get through it. And that's, all, that's it. Yeah. There's a lot of aspects of the human experience that just suck and there's nothing you can do about that. So. 
thought that's a milestone. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know that I would go that far, but <laughs> but but good luck to you, Trinity. Let us know how it goes. We're gonna wrap up the questions right there. Again, if you have one for us, send it over to asktheread at gmail.com. We're gonna take another quick break and be right back. Keep it is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. If you're really good at it, that is. I've actually met several really good friends through Hinge. I've used it, I can't believe this, over a decade now. Woof, what a life I've had. Well, you know what they've added within a decade of us being on Hinge is their new LGBTQIA plus prompts, which are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Hinge prompts helps you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people, for the people. Some of the prompts are, the first time I knew I was gay was, mm, I was literally in the act of being gay, like hooking up with somebody when I admitted it. <laughs> Denial is strong and hard in the Catholic Midwest. Mine was Tom Cruise's Vanity Fair cover, the shirtless one. You just turned to an imaginary camera and said, I'm gay. Yeah. Or broke the fourth wall. <laughs> You're like Fleabag. Other prompts include, I feel proudest of who I am when. It feels affirming when others, blank. I connect to my community by. I wish I could tell the younger version of myself. Can I just say, whenever I watch that in a drag race semifinal, when they're like, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, I would be like, girl, get tighter clothes. I mean, what's going on with what you're wearing? You look like you're in the X Games. Other prompts include, my chosen family is the best at and gender euphoria looks like. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. We're back. It's time to wrap things up now with the read. It is. Um, shall I? Okay. You shall. I just have a few quick things to talk about this week and then I'll be out of your way. First of all, I want to say fuck you to the country of Russia for continuing to keep Brittany Griner locked Thank up you. simply because they can. Um, I feel like I've said this before, but even according to Russian law, she should have been fined at the most for having that vape cartridge. So the fact that they are torturing this person just because they can is absolute dog shit. It's incredibly unfair. I am literally begging the Biden administration to move heaven, hell, and earth to get BG back home to her family and friends where she belongs. I cannot imagine how terrified she must be, especially with this appeal being denied. The idea that she will be over there for nine fucking years is just insane. And I have hesitated to talk about this a lot publicly because everybody knows how I personally feel about Brittany Garner and how fine she is. But this is bigger than that. Like, this is not on no ho shit. It's just the fact that this is wrong, period, and it needs to be fixed, period. She's clearly a pawn. I don't know, even know what the fuck all Russia got going on over there. I know they still busy with this uh, instigating shit with them niggas in Ukraine. And I feel like this is just a way for them to get some Russian fucking mobsters or whatever out of prison. Like, I don't know what it's going to take, but whatever it is, get Brittany Griner the fuck out of there, please. Thank you. Next. Netflix and this new extra user fee that they're planning to put out into the world. Have you heard about this? I did. I I did hear about like yeah. a little bit about this. Apparently they've already been testing it in a few other countries, but anybody who has a profile on your Netflix account. So like when you open up Netflix and it says who's watching and it's like a list of niggas yeah. who, right. So anybody who has a profile on your Netflix, but doesn't live in your home, 
you will be charged an extra like $3 fee every month per person in order for them to continue using your Netflix. So I have a lot of questions about this. The main one, and maybe, you know, like some technology geek can answer this for me, but like, how does Netflix know the difference between somebody who doesn't live in my house and just me trying to log into my Netflix when I'm traveling and I'm out of town for some reason? Like most of these hotels come with like Netflix on a smart TV or something, or you can just log in from a place that isn't your fucking house to watch streaming services. Like, I feel like the whole point of streaming is that it's a lot more mobile than cable is like you can watch program from anywhere i feel like this is what y'all this was like the selling point for so many years and now it's just like oh oh mm, somebody logging in from a, a, a fucking what is it called the, the the not a url what is it called when they can tell where you're at whatever it is the nerds GPS. know <laughs> Yeah, whatever it is, uh, the, your Wi-Fi signal or whatever, however you can tell your that. IP address? Yes, your IP address. Thank you. All of a sudden <laughs> now it's like, oh, well, bitch, how do you know? First of all, how do you know that's not me? And then also, like, what if there are just college students who are using their parents' Netflix account because they use, they, they use their parents' every god thing, goddamn right, thing else? Everything. Like, yeah. they own their parents' everything, child. Phones, they get cash. Friends. Yes. So like, so what? Now they're going to have to pay. You got three kids in college and now your Netflix is an extra $9 because y'all are what? Just greedy, weird. I don't get it. Times are hard e fucking enough as it is. These companies be posting record profits. CEOs be making millions and millions of dollars every year. Y'all throw in so much money at bullshit programming like that Jeffrey Dahmer shit. And I just feel like this is salt on the fucking wound. Like... I feel like y'all begging niggas to cancel and I don't even share my account. It's the principle of the matter. Like, girl, what? I feel like it's ridiculous. Fuck that. Don't do this. Next. Candy got to get Joyce under control. So if you don't know. (laughs) I had to take off my headphones. Girl. I'm sorry. It's been going on for way too long. I'm tired of it. It's been going on for way too long. So if you didn't see this or hear about it, Joyce was on stage with the with Candy's aunties at BravoCon and the host or somebody in the audience. I don't really know. (laughs) BravoCon. (laughs) Anyway, another another conversation. But Joyce was asked who she would replace Todd with as Candy's spouse which is already an incredibly disrespectful question. Like, like I'm struggling to understand why anybody would even ask what? that. But then Joyce got, well, I, I, I would have picked somebody with a decent job. <laughs> somebody was... make the same money as Candy. You sound exactly yeah, like Yeah, I know I do. Yeah, she's country as shit. <laughs> so, yeah. I can do it. I can. I'm really no, good at it. No, it's not the cut. It's the pitch. <laughs> Thank and you. The, the, I the told like, you I'm working on my affects, <clears throat> my accents. Well, there's, there's one. I I mean, one day I'm really going to shock you with my Jamaican accent. You're going to be I, blown I sincerely doubt away. it. Tuts. But so, yeah, Joy starts talking about how Candy needs somebody on her same level. And all of this is while Candy and Todd are in the fucking audience. 
Like, it's bad enough to do it anyway, knowing the whole world is recording you. But to do it knowing that they're sitting there is like, why don't you just spit in my fucking face? And the issue here Surrounded me, by, a, like, hundreds, if not thousands... And they are ...of drunk-ass white 50-year-old women Child. who are screaming laughing at Child. this. I don't actually give one fuck about Todd. Like, I'm sure he's nice or whatever. I don't really know. I don't really keep up with the show. However, Same. however... And we know I hate to defend men, but Todd has been Candy's man for years. They have been years. married for years. They have like children. two or three children together. They have businesses together. They have blended their families. The kids Including that they one they created into. and branded around Joe ass. Like that is a family. Candy and Todd have a family regardless of how much he makes. And this is another thing. I don't get it. She was talking like Todd was just some broke-ass nigga who didn't have nothing going on for him. Candy just picked him up off the fucking side of the road. Like, Todd had had a a job. job He literally... That's how she met him. Yes, at work. Like, the nigga had a good job. No, he's not making millions, not worth millions like Candy, but I bet he was making more than whatever Joyce did at whatever job she had before she took on the role as, like, professional, rude, elderly bitch. Joyce, be quiet. Like, How bruh, much do like, you make without candy dipping in her pocket? But at this point, at this point, no, go ahead. I just want to know. Joyce got so much to say about how much money Todd makes, but without candy, what would you be doing? Where would you be? That's right. Somewhere being extra regular with your extra regular job. You act like you some high achieving person who like made billions and and Candy had all like no Candy made her money you're not above Todd in no kind of way I hate the way she talks about him and to me it's very obvious that Candy likes his ass loves his ass anyway and it's past time for Joyce to stop dragging Todd publicly like he did Candy wrong somehow you act like he beat her cheat on her left her for dead like by all accounts he is a wonderful husband and father so like girl get over it but he's not puffy, so he's not Child, good enough good for enough Joyce. For like, where's Joyce's man? That's and, a great question. And where? I feel like she had one. Where is Joyce's job? I just Down feel like at OLG. That <laughs> again, Candy runs exactly Candy with, shit. I just I don't. I'm over it. I really am. I am over for Joyce me, behaving this way. If I may, this um. At this point, and not even at this point, at the last point and the one before that <laughs> and the one prior to that, this is on Ooh. Candy Burris. Your, yeah, like, true. your husband having yeah. in-law issues and stuff like that is not something that is unique to y'all. Nope. It is like a global thing yep. for for husbands to beef with their mother-in-laws mm-hmm. uh wives to beef with they like it 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 happens right you have placed and Todd <laughs> literally yeah, as right. producer but again he doesn't have a job right yeah <laughs> y'all have placed this woman in several positions to do this yeah knowing what she does yes every time she says this type of shit. We have watched it affect 
you, your relationship with your husband yes. and your family and all of this stuff. But you always like, nah, my mama, my mama, mm-hmm. nobody cares. So like you fiercely defend your mother. I don't believe that anybody wishes for your mama to be thrown in a blender and chopped to bits. Yeah. Do we wish, you know, would we like for her to simmer down and mm-hmm. stop like, being dramatic or maybe just not be on the show at all. (laughs) We would love that because, again, she's she's surly. She's not a pleasant person. Nothing about her seems pleasant. She doesn't seem like a fun person to hang out with. And she always got something stank and sour to say about somebody. That's why I said Candy got to get Joyce under control. Like, like it is ridiculous that you let your mama do this shit, girl. Joyce don't even need to be at nobody's damn Bravo con. What are you down here for? Like, at this point, she doesn't need a peach. She doesn't oh, need a camera. Hell no. Like, but, but sweetheart, I don't go to bed with Todd. I'm not no. raising Todd's children. Correct. I'm not at the Burris uh, cookout. Like, I'm yeah. I'm not involved in any of this. If if you are okay with how your mama talking shit about your husband affects your relationship, sure. then that's on you. But I'm ready. I'm I'm like the basis of this read yes. is we are t- like I don't need to hear any more <laughs> of your mama's opinion on your husband. Yeah, it's dry. Like it I is. don't care no more to hear this lady complain about your husband being broke when he got eighteen jobs just like you do. And all the criticism about Todd is always that he's broke, that he's not as rich as Candy, that he's not good enough for Candy. It's never Todd is not a good man. It's never that. Clearly, they have more than enough money, girl. They live in Todd the suburbs the kids. of Atlanta, like, and they have plenty of fucking money. So what? I just want I want Joyce to hush, and I want I want Candy just, to stand up. Stand up. Leave that girl. lady house, yes. honey. Like I don't and stop. And uh, and you hit the net. What kind of question was that in the first place? Yeah, like. It's like they do that knowing that this lady will say anything because she know Candy won't put her foot down or establish no boundaries about the way she talks. But all Bravo does is kick shit. So it's like, I'm not even shocked by that, but... But Bravo can only kick as much shit as you let them. That's what I'm saying. And Joyce is just continuously right there in the mess. Like, that's right, Andy. Whatever you want, show will do it. Show will disrespect the father of my grandchildren. (laughs) Opinion on nothing. Not one fucking thing. Chicken fried hard. I don't give a fuck about her opinion about nothing. I don't. I don't want to hear it. Maybe she need to go back in the kitchen because everybody I know who went to OLG said don't go. So maybe she need to worry about her own hobbies, her own career, her own things and spend less time worrying about Todd until Todd actually does something worthy of being dragged. But otherwise, leave it alone. And the last thing I wanted to say, which is not even a read, but I just wanted to talk about Leslie Jordan real quick because he passed away suddenly this week. And it just, I just was devastated to hear the news. Um, I was already a fan. I loved him on Will and Grace, loved him on Reba. I feel like everything I've seen him in, he's just been like a star and... So, um, and then especially when the pandemic hit and his, you know, hello, fellow hunker downers, like videos, like those just really got me through. They did. 
I felt like me and Leslie Jordan was like two people well, who were at shit. home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, daddy, watch me twirl. Daddy, daddy. Like, he just was so free with his little southern gay cute self and so funny and i just hate that his life ended so abruptly like that especially when he seemed so happy he had just bought a condo and he was talking about how it's never too late to find your joy and so i just i would just love to know universe why y'all keep taking people like this and not like mitch mcconnell or some shit that's what i understand why is it's Trump like, still drawing breath and Leslie Jordan is gone? Make that make sense. Answer that. Yeah. So I just wanted to say that that really quickly, that like, rest in peace, Leslie Jordan. You really uh, left your mark. And I appreciate yeah. the things you did on this earth. So that's it for I me. Gasped yeah, I was, I was so sorry. like, I, I still follow Leslie Jordan on Instagram. I had just watched his, the Instagram video, the last thing he posted where he was singing that hymn with that man, which was also very like, wow. The last thing you posted was you singing a hymn about like, you know, going on to glory or whatever. Like, wow, that's something else. But like that, when that happens. Yeah. But chills. I I had never unfollowed Leslie Jordan. I still really enjoyed his fucking content. <laughs> like, I, when he was doing the pro, the promos for Trixie Motel, I was like, now how the fuck do Trixie know Leslie Jordan? Like, Oh and, my gosh, they've worked together so many times. Right. Thinking about how Trinity did Leslie Jordan on the Snatch Game, and it was so good. <laughs> Her Leslie Jordan it was, was so, so funny. They changed it to drag, drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, RuPaul damn near exploded. <laughs> it was just so, uh, I just, damn, man, rest in peace. Yeah, that really yeah, sucked. That, that hit me. That affected me. So, but I'm done. Okay. Um. Well, all great reads. Two of them, especially, I was going to bring up the Brittany Griner thing because um, I agree with everything that you said. And also, I find it incredibly disappointing that more of us are not talking about this yeah. um, and pushing for things to change. And I can only uh, think that that is because uh, she's like a masculine presenting yep. gay woman yep. that y'all don't really find valuable um, because, <sighs> you know, had this been ASAP Rocky or somebody, girl, y'all would have not rested. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's disappointing, really disappointing. But I want to believe that um, somehow, some way, she's gonna get home to her family. Yeah. Um, and soon, because it just doesn't. It's it's like so like and and y'all niggas will move mountains behind getting caught up behind some weed. I just don't understand why so many of y'all quiet. But it's fine. Um, it's not. But yeah. But free my nigga BJ for real. Other than that, um, really, I don't have anything. I just wanted to address the finale of Game of Thrones. Well, House of Dragon. House mm. of Dragon. Well, I call it Game of Thrones because I mean, same thing. Same intro music. Um, so skip ahead. Spoiler warnings. Haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, First of all, y'all made us sit through 10 episodes of hot rank incest. 
just steaming, <laughs> gross, stinking incest, rape, and the things. Mm. Which is on brand for Game of Thrones. I mean, yeah. But like, there was just something super, super saturated. It was just like the constant, all the, the uncle and the niece, and then, Mm-mm. oh my God. And then they just casually be like, six year old, like, well, I don't want to marry my sister. Baby, I don't want you to marry your goddamn sister. Like, just like all of this time. Anyway, getting us all emotionally invested in some characters and, and flipping the script, it's just like, it's the, the expected high fantasy white people drama that I know the series for. Mm-hmm. As someone who watched the series and didn't read the books, kiss my ass. What do you, do you, you know, I barely have time for anything. Um, now, what I really want to say is two things. Why is it that the niggas in this series either had no lines, died after knowing them for about five minutes, or were just, like, incredibly aggravating. <laughs> like, they were like, all right, fine. We'll put niggas in your, your, your dragon show. Gave them terrible white wigs, three lines apiece, <laughs> and then each time they were talking about some bullshit. Like, what? Dreadhead Cisco came back from absolutely the fuck nowhere. And the, do you watch the show? <laughs> I watched one episode and I knew it was not for me. But you watched Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah. And for a lot of reasons, that wasn't a great idea. Mm. <laughs> I, I watched Game of Thrones through my fingers, but always it was too fucking violent for me. The sexual yeah, assault and the incest yeah, just that. turns my stomach. And so yeah. when I found out it was just more of the same, except set even further in the past, I was like, girl. Yeah. Also, lots of stillbirth. Oh, see, no, thank you. I'll read the tweets. Yeah. Lots I saw, of dead babies. I saw a clip of somebody being murdered in an incredibly violent way, like head got impaled or something. I said, baby, <laughs> no, mm-mm. It's, I, not this time. I ain't not watching this. There was, a, thank you, there was also something in this finale where, like, the lead, Rhaenyra, is, like, goes into labor uh, prematurely and then, like, pulls her own, trigger warning? <laughs> pulls her own dead baby oh out of her God. birthing vagina oh. on her bedroom ground. And then, like, wraps it up. And it was like, and then she's like, all right, so let's talk about this war. It's like, like, I get it. Like, I understand, like, I guess the trauma they were trying to drag her through. Why in the motherfucking white-haired hell (laughs) did you send your fucking child and that dragon to them people by himself to go and, and tell them to get with it or get lost? What was the thought process behind that? Oh, yeah. I've seen a lot of people talk about that. What the fuck were you thinking about? Oh, well, dragons fly faster than ravens. And they make, like, what? but ravens come a dime a dozen. Yeah. Dragons are your your white privilege. Mm. 
and you sent one over there with your motherfucking three-year-old baby. I mean, he's like 14. But you sent this one over there with this child to go and tell them niggas to kiss your ass or die or get fire breathed on them or whatever. What the fuck did you think? Did I need to see a dragon maul another dragon and a white child in the middle of the... And we don't even get to see heads roll? Y'all got a lot of nerve. Mm. And watch it be another year and a half before they come out with another season. It'll be back in, yeah, around that amount of time. <laughs> like, <laughs> woo, no, I said. Maybe, I honestly, like, yeah, like top of 2024. It was like, it's very Game of Thrones, but it mm-hmm. also, like, it's it's so much more focused on. Like the Targaryen, like it's very, very, very focused on this family, mm-hmm. and just like if, if, like a couple surrounding it, and <laughs> like the succession of you know the throne and all of this other shit, where uh, Game of Thrones. The original series kind of builds on the lore in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I still enjoyed it because of the, you know, the drama and scandal and probably, you know, the reason niggas like Bridgerton. I yep. don't know. Oh, I do love like, I do love Bridgerton. <laughs> it's like Bridgerton without the gore and you so. know <laughs> fantasy elements, I guess. Cool. I didn't watch Bridgerton. <laughs> <laughs> It's nothing like Bridgerton. Yeah, no. Maybe the accents. Um, that might be just about it. Uh, but yeah, the scandalous white drama and the yeah, nerve yeah, and the ways that they will destroy each other for power. Honestly, it reminds me a lot of white people today. Well, they don't wash, and they will yikes, you know, <laughs> feed their kids to beasts if it means being powerful. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I saw a bunch of tweets about niggas. Uh, I mean, and they all loved the finale, but I just I have come to accept that there are certain things that I am just too sensitive for. No, honestly, I, like I I watched this episode, and I have no problem with with gore and violence, mm-hmm. um, especially when it's like when supernatural are fantastical elements are involved because then I'm like yeah none of this is real anyway Mm -hmm. if it's like a slasher movie or some shit or so like a a a bloody throw or like a series you know like a what was that one movie with Queen Latifah I think was in it? The Bone Collector. You know, some shit like, was she in The Bone Collector? I did not see that shit. Of course you did. I'm not saying you did. (laughs) Right. But like Things like that are the things that would creep me out mm-hmm. more than like, I don't know. Insert ghost movie. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. My issue is that it looks real. <laughs> well, it should. Yeah, that's exactly why I cannot stomach it. <laughs> so, and I have accepted yeah. that about myself. Game of Thrones has a habit of putting all the things that make me the most uncomfortable into one show. But yeah, the people who love white it people, really love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Since we're starting with the obvious, <laughs> but yeah, there. no. Even in this finale, I was like, okay, 
<laughs> like, like, all right. Like you started the season off with with. There's a whole lot. This season had a lot of women struggling with pregnancy mm-hmm. or dying because of it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I, I like, I'd love to know why. Um, yeah. But on this last one, I was like, all right. Like, I don't need to see this dead baby. I don't need to see like. It's like, what are what? what okay. <laughs> like, I swear, I yeah. watched this episode and I was like, you know, censorship isn't all that bad. <laughs> Perhaps censorship made some points. I wasn't even grossed out. It was just like, this is probably really horrible and effective for for someone who probably just wants to watch a show about fire-breathing lizards. That's all I'm saying. This is all I'm saying. So... Um, But yeah, like, I don't know, man. After the way that Game of Thrones ended... I don't know, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's another thing. Do y'all really want to sit through however many years of this just to be utterly disappointed by the last Because season? I'm already invested in a lot of the characters. Everybody is still so mad at how Cersei died. Everybody. Because, this. and it's like, this show has villains like that already. It has people that, that I like, hate yeah. already. <laughs> Not as much them as did. them. Okay. Because we had more time to hate them yes. and a whole lot of stuff. Like, seriously, and then push the child out a window, like, in the fir- very first, first fucking episode. <laughs> so, you know, but it's like, do I don't, I'm afraid. Like, don't yeah. do me. You know what I mean? Like, don't, <laughs> because y'all already playing a lot of games and I'm like roused. Mm, like, the luck. way that it, ended like she didn't even like if y'all watch it and you saw that last shot she didn't even look pissed enough for me like don't have me sitting back watching episodes and episodes and episodes of these grimy musty (laughs) (laughs) white people fucking their brothers and sisters and cousins and all that other stuff and then don't even give me the satisfaction of destroying the right people at the right times Yeah, we're not gonna do that again when I do another eight seasons of that. Woo. That's it. That's all I have. Watch that be exactly what y'all do, though. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. I feel it already. Like, <laughs> Good luck, though, because I am not going on this journey with y'all. I did the last one, and that was enough for me. Good luck to the rest of you. Honestly, I think you're probably... Yep. <laughs> yeah, because this is like a... Re- and it's also clear they're going to do probably do... They're going to do more spinoffs and... Mm-mm. All I'm kinds of stuff. So I'm getting off. It is not. You're probably. You're probably all right. In five damn, years, y'all gonna be like, that. "Damn, should have listened to Crystal. Should have stopped watching right fucking then." But I mean, blood and gore and guts and stuff is just not your tea. It's not. And yeah. It's so. It's just like it. <laughs> if you're gonna be looking away for thirty nine minutes out of forty six, right? <laughs> it's like. A good 90% of the show. So, and I only watched that one episode because niggas was over here for my birthday and wanted to watch it. So I just sat there and kind of looked at it with them. And I almost got caught up in the storyline. I said, I am not going back and watching. I swear to God, I'm not going to do it. The sound design is really impressive. So even if you're not looking at someone's head bashed mm. in, you can hear. It. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like the squish of it all. Ugh. Yeah. But the, and it's probably just like a bucket full of like, Butter and jello. Yeah. 
But somebody, yeah, somebody in a studio just making noises uh, with props. But the episode I did, I saw did look good, though. It was like a girl and then I guess her best friend. But then her best friend had married her daddy or something. This skank. So let me tell you how this bitch did her, right? So they were homies. Like, we we, we chilling. Like, here I am. The king is my daddy or whatever, but I'm not sweating it. Like, I'm flying dragons. You know what I'm saying? I'm being a bad bitch. You know, my, like, my my fashion is giving you kind of androgynous. Oh, okay. Like, you know, I'm a little, you know, like, I'm really giving you, like, tomboy. Like, I want to fly dragons. I don't understand why, like... A woman is supposed to be just having a nigga's babies. Like, that's not my tea. So, like, you're my bitch, right? And, like, we're, like, in the meadows and shit. And you're, like, singing and reading poetry and shit. And I'm, like, you know, just being a bad bitch and, like, laying in your lap. And we, like, gossip. We talk about how these niggas are a shit. And, like, fuck all of this, like, being an heir and family shit. Like, let's just hop on a dragon and, like, fly away and see, like, what the fuck is out here. Like, because the West Coast, all this shit is, like, like, big. Like, it's lit, right? And she's, like, girl, like, I feel you, bitch. Like, I, like, are complete. Like, fuck these niggas. Like, we don't have to do none of these niggas be talking about. Like, we are our own women. We are our own young ladies. And we're all about it. Then what happens? Your best friend daddy getting her motherfucking head and is like, first of all, your mama dies. Doing what? Having a nigga's baby. Of course. Your mama motherfucking dies. And so who should be down with what the fuck we've been talking about from Jump anyway? My ride or die. My best friend. My Mm -hmm. bitch. Let's hop on Dragon back, okay? You're not a bad bitch with white hair like me, so you don't have one. But... (laughs) It's cool because I'll tell the dragon, like, you my bitch, so, and we can literally get on this dragon and be at peace out. Your daddy was like, oh, well, since this nigga ain't got no bitch no more, like, now oh, is a perfect time for some, you know, for me to go ahead and, like, basically pimp out my own daughter, daughter yeah. who's, like, four, 14 or 4 and 10, as they say. Mm. To this old ass nigga, fresh after his wife is dead. Go ahead and, and bring him a gift. Wear that dress that your dead mommy used to wear. Pimping out his daughter. You went over there and you fucked your best friend's goddamn daddy. Ooh. And then you fell in love with him and you became the queen and had and had, and had your best friend's brothers and sisters, you freak skank. You, yeah. you fucking, you <laughs> treacherous, low down, you skeezer. How dare you? And then the worst part is, Lord. the worst part is, That's she could need her, Rhaenyra, the king's daughter, mm-hmm. was all about it. The worst fucking thing that happened was she discovered dick. She discovered yeah. fucking, and her That's life went downhill as it went with most of us. Yeah. And who did she discover fucking through? Her goddamn uncle. Why? Because this is Game of Thrones and it's fucking filthy. Yeah. And she discovered sex and then she went and just, she started having sex, thankfully not with her uncle yet. But then it all went downhill from then. But then her best friend go catch herself try, like sweating and catching an attitude because her her motherfucking daddy 
made her heir long before she started fucking him and having kids and all that other shit. And so now you feel like your motherfucking kids should be heir to the throne because your daddy said so and because you have boys and everybody is motherfucking underneath the patriarchy and living with misogyny in their motherfucking blood and in their hearts and shit like that. And so yes. they feel like even though you're a, you're the heir, you shouldn't be the motherfucking rightful heir just because you're a motherfucking woman and your goddamn best friend who you were supposed to be flying, dragging back with and not having no goddamn babies and doing whatever fuck you want to do and living off the fat of the land like a mice and man your best friend is out here drinking the goddamn kool-aid in the streets and and, and turned on you mm-hmm. and had a whole bunch of badass kids that tried to kill your motherfucking kids and stole them black babies dragons and oh we're all God. around bad <laughs> all around bad <laughs> and turned on you and stole your throne like scandalous i yeah. wa- i need her head I need her head on a spike. And I know she's going to be the Cersei of this motherfucking series you know where she's going to be in the motherfucking show all series long. It's going to be them two going at it for the whole series. Watch. But her daddy got to die. And soon. And soon. Damn. And her and and Rhaenyra's uncle beat it. That bitch got to die. Oh, my God. Um... That frizzy-haired, um, um, uh, TikToker-looking motherfucker that killed all them, um, killed them people behind uh, Allison, the one who who likes feet. Allison is out in out here putting her feet in the chat like Doja <laughs> for for niggas to go and assassinate motherfuckers behind her. All these white people are crazy, okay. but none are more bold than Allison and her green dresses and her raggedy ass daddy and her badass one eyed kid. Oh my Fuck God. them! <laughs> all right, that's all of the that's all the House of the Dragons that I would could ever possibly need. Thank you for. All of that additional context. The episode I saw, she was just fucking around and she was supposed to marry somebody who was gay and she was like, let's just have a marriage of convenience or whatever. So let me say okay, this. Okay, no, wait. No, God damn So it. then... Oh, God. Then they like, all right, so the nigga is mad because his wife was supposed to be the motherfucking queen in the first place, but again, patriarchy. Mm-hmm. So then motherfucking now... She can't beat a motherfucking queen. So they're like, all right, so marry our son, but the son gay. And so for whatever reason, she they don't have kids because he doesn't like pussy or whatever. So she gonna have kids with somebody else that got like Yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> they didn't have turkey basters back then. What is the problem? Yeah, that's the episode. And then tried saw. to kill him so you can fucking marry your uncle. Everybody out of bounds. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm done. Oh, okay. Well. That was illuminating. Thank you so much. And that will wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Find us on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. Um, anything else from you before we head out? Um, oh, I'll see you guys at Halloween this weekend. It's sold out in both places. It's been sold out for a while. You guys are great. Thanks so much for the support. Cannot wait. Hope that I can get into these costumes. My anxiety is really bad yeah but that's it okay (laughs) well everybody have fun be safe if you're going out this weekend take care of yourselves and each other we will see you hoes next don't wear anything racist 
Oh, especially not the trailer weed. I think you would know better. But just don't worry okay, anything racist, period. Yeah. I'm worried about the few white people. Don't do it. Or have white family members. Don't do it. And all right, we out. Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency creates personalized anti-aging formulas that smooth fine lines, lighten dark spots, and improve the appearance of dark circles. Each formula is tailored to you and prescribed by a licensed dermatology provider. Formulas are customized with clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than retinol. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.